Yep, he should have a cooch too. So it seems like, well, so here's the deal. I switched. Does he have a cooch? Uh, he's, he's got a butt cooch. Yeah, that, that's a question for his wife, actually. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> um, it's true, I suppose. Yes, there is adult humor on this show, folks. If you're not ready for it, please move away. Although I think they need to answer that question before joining the stream, correct? I'm not sure. I'm pretty sure. intended for adults. Um, it is when you watch a stream that's been flagged for um, adult language and humor, they'll ask you before you join it. Sure. I'm just messing with the audio levels. All right. We should be good. Um, you get remarkably still when you're thinking, Norm, and I think you freeze. Nope. <laughs> it's really funny. <laughs> <laughs> and then you react to it, right, John? Huh? Yeah. He taps his camera. Yeah. Is this yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm like, did he freeze? Yeah, so I switched, I switched software to give us an extra Hello. boost in what we can do. Hello? So I'm if you actually some people have a look at the stream, you'll yeah. see a follower goal and a tip cup. So when somebody follows, a little chip will fall into the tip cup or if somebody like raids us or if somebody actually tips us or donates money. I'll donate money. Just see what happens. Walked into the strip club. Yeah. That's great. With my coat zipped up. I lifted and stuck my dick in the tip cup. Oh, and I'm also doing this. I don't know. I don't actually watch the stream when we nope. play. Nope. You'll hear the... it on playback, hopefully. Yeah, chat so... up. I need to Cut. remember where I stuck. Now, uh, Genius, tell me if you hear background music. I have some ambient oh, right, shit. integrated pretzel rock, so if you look on the left-hand side as the song changes, you'll see what song's playing in the you chat. pretzel rocks? Pretzel rock, yep. Left hand side of the chat. Is that for the well, moderators no, I mean, only, or in the chat? Use the moderator. Chat because I can't pop it out. Okay, cool. All right. Recap from last week. We started with Crixus being strapped to a bed in your typical four-post drawn and quartered uh, bondage style tie down to a bed. Um, not in a sexy way. Tried to break out and he could not break out. No, no, not in a sexy way. Although all your armor and weapons and stuff were removed and stacked in the corner. You still had some clothes on. Back in a second. Um, and there was no mattress. You were laying on wood and if you struggled too much you might have gotten a splinter but thankfully avoided that. That would have been the nat one result. Would have been splinters. <laughs> um, then we moved back to Aranon and Ellie who were after you struggled against your bonds trying to break them you did not break them we moved back to Aranon and Ellie who fought the um, the guy downstairs who cast a thunder wave and you heard that and this is about the point where we, everyone realized hey you're in the same building Ooh, uh, Crixus was eventually able to break his bonds and get out and run down the hallway and get out the roof, nearly falling through the roof 
into the lower level at the same time Aranon and Ellie are trying to figure out what the noise was. There's a moment of Aranon and Ellie believing there are still threats here and Rex is just trying to get away to save his life. Eventually you guys met up um, and conversed and realized, hey, we're on the same side here and went forth to explore the rest of the manse. Um, finding, not exploring, well, we didn't go through any of the rooms we went through before. We've been through and we found a staircase up. There's, well, before that, you found a little bag of powder in a book, Crixus, in the library. When... Um, All right, so... And Bayak's throwing its next door to the escape room over there. Cool. All right, we're good. Let's continue. And if the music, if the, if the song changes again, I'll just shut the music off in the background. I just okay. read the again. exact same source. Okay. okay. So you guys are the next morning. You've taken your rest. You've identified stuff. So you've had a long rest. So you can take it if you have not yet. Um, I actually got to take it for Ellie. She did not. So she's done. Okay. Um, as you guys wake in the morning, then I don't know who's going to wake up first. Actually, um, don't both of you give me a constitution roll. Eight. Uh, Thirteen. <clears throat> So, Aranon, you end up waking up first because you're more, more well rested at this point. I'm more constitutional. And as you kind of roll over, look, yeah, you are more constitutional at this point. You believe in all the amendments. Um, <laughs> as you roll over and you look, um, Ellie's got a piece of paper in her hand, and she's got. Who had the map? Was. That would be me. Aranon, right? You had it. I have the map. Um, you actually don't right now. She's got the map in her hand. Yoink. And she's looking at... She is looking at the map. And your bag's sitting there open. <laughs> like she went in your bag and found the map. And she's looking at that quest. Um, that was written in the kind of sarcastic font. About the dragon Barrow Hill. And she's looking at the map. And she keeps looking at the map. And then she looks at the the notice. And then the map. And... She, she hasn't even noticed you've woken up yet. She's enthralled in these two things. What you up to? Oh. Oh, um. I um I'm sorry, I I went in your bag and got that map out. Uh-huh. And what um, have I told you before about digging in my bag? Not to do it. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry, but I Did you read this? Ignore what it looks like. Did you read what it's actually saying? Well and she hands you the paper. What does it actually say? And when you look at it, 
Um, it it says that the uh, dragon that is fighting us, the dragon that's terrorizing us, is not the first dragon that's been here. That there is a legend of a sword called the Dragon Slayer that may be in the um, skeleton been buried with the first dragon they fought this region before. And it goes on to talk about, it's like this big grand flowery story about these heroic people. And she says, look at this. And she turns around the map and shows it to you and there's a location on there that has um, the symbol of Talos, which is what you noticed. That seemed to be the prominent thing on it. Like everything is pertaining to that. But east of that, there is a picture of a what looks to be like a dragon crudely drawn on the ground. She said, it almost looks like a... It looks like a hill of some kind or something. They didn't intend it to be a dragon. I mean, well, they intended it to be a dragon, but it... Doesn't that look like a dragon, that hill? Well, yeah, but, what, like, I'm... Tell, just tell me what you're getting at here, lady. Like, what, what do you see go, that I'm not I want to go look at this. If this is real, which this seems to was a dragon before they fought it this seems like this might be where a dragon was buried and if this sword called the dragon slayer hmm. we're going to eventually come across this white dragon almost on cue there's a roar overhead and you hear the flapping of wings I'm gonna roll reach over and at that point that roar Crixus. would wake you up Crixus <laughs> Are we under attack? Getting smacked and then a roar of a dragon overhead. And... <laughs> Good thought. Yeah. Great. Are you under attack? Uh, that's he's, a great his, question. he's ready. <laughs> yeah, we 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 can't see outside, right? Because there's no windows in this room. Correct. Okay. This is an enclosed room. So I'm going to uh, disengage the immovable object and put that in my bag and peek out the door. Peeking out the door, there's nothing in the room. You see this barren bedroom, broken bed, and other furniture in the corners. All right, I'm going to grab my stuff and uh, pull out my rapier and creep over to... Because there's a window in that room, right? Or is this... The, that would be the room <laughs> that... Yeah. I'm going to go find... It's the upstairs room in the southwest corner of the building. Yeah. So I'm going to go... go find a window and you look out and you see through the trees, you kind of see the sky. You hear the flapping of the wings in the distance. Like, you think it just flew overhead would be your assumption. Alright. It's it, guys. I think he's just passing by. So... Genius, we still have audio. I noticed the. Yeah, we should continue. Go. 
So I'm just catching up, but was that a dragon? Uh, yeah, that was uh, commonly referred to as a scary flying object. And, uh, yeah, it was a dragon. SFO. Yeah, it was an SFO. <laughs> the SFO. Um, Crixus, you would have heard a little bit about this, like just some rumors. You didn't actually think they were true until just now. Of the existence of the dragon or a specific dragon yep. graveyard? Uh, the specific of the dragon that is supposedly terrorizing. You had heard some bar rumors, but didn't believe there was actually a white dragon terrorizing the country. Well, well, I've so. been assigned to protect the town, and so I should continue with you to find out if this dragon is a threat to the city. Oh, it's a threat, Ellie said. That's why I think we need that. But if you guys are comfortable attacking a dragon without it, I can't. No, I definitely think can't do anything for that. Sort of dragon killing would probably be useful. Well, I'm not comfortable attacking a dragon at all. <laughs> uh, I am not either, but she. I kind of want the sword, and I kind of want. The, there's there's good money, man. I I need some new stuff. Let's 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 be honest. I uh I don't look like the most uh uh, what's the word I'm looking for? I don't look like the most successful of of rogues. Lee grins really widely suddenly, and she said, "Yeah, if nothing else, that sword's gonna be worth quite a bit, Aaron. Like poking your money grubbing yeah, it is <laughs> side of your head." <laughs> That would be worth quite a bit of money. Yeah. Yep. Yep. We need to do it. So, question is... We'd love to have you. It seems like we've cleared this place. Yeah. We? Yes? Are we in agreement that this place is clear? Or, or do we check the rest of the... This house is here? clear. <laughs> right. I'm ready, so. I'm ready to move on. Uh, th this place is bad memories for me. Yeah, it gives okay. me the spooky ookies. Should we go back to the hunting lodge and Falcon know? Yeah, yeah, we need to. We need to collect that reward yet, too. Okay. So you guys head out on the road. Um, ba -dum, ba -dum, and you... Ba -dum, ba -dum, ba -dum. Ba -dum. Um, you eventually make your way back to Falcon's Hunting Lodge. It takes you about a half day to get back there. That's what it was, right? Half day between? I forget what yeah, I said last it time. was a half day. <laughs> yeah. So you, uh, you head back, and the relatively quiet day. Um, you don't see anyone out and about. What would you like to do? <laughs> We're going to go back to the hunting lodge. <laughs> yeah, yeah we... you're, at the, you're at the hunting oh, lodge. Are you going in? Yeah, we're going to... You're there. 
It's really yeah. quiet. No one's around. Is the front door open? Like, can we just walk in? I'm gonna check. I'm gonna check the front door and try um, to get in the gate. Yep. Yep. You're able to get in. No problem. Walk into the main um, lodge area, and uh, what comes running out from the kitchen? Kind of looks at you guys and he waves. Uh, I'm going to ask him, uh, do, you, do you know where uh, Falcon is? And he makes a motion. I got to do this for the podcast to explain what he's doing. <laughs> I have video here, but uh, he makes a motion to, like shooting a bow, like he's out hunting. So he's hunting. All right. Uh, um, do you know when he'll be back? Has he been gone long? Know. He says in sign language. Yeah. Has he been gone long? Um, yes. Okay. Uh, let's let's get some lunch, um, guys. Let's. He does, he 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 goes uh, he goes um, he puts his hand on his head to like motion like longer hair. Okay. And does the bow motion make an insight check? Make an insight check. He's trying to tell you something through sign language. Twelve. A swamp. Twelve. Yeah, that's good enough. Uh, he's trying to tell you that Coraline went with him. All right. Um. <laughs> well, I guess. What do you think, Crixus? Just hang out until they get back. Uh, yeah. I Crixus think um, large. It's a large hunting lodge. Um. It's your, uh, this is like a, you're in a cafeteria style area. There's like four very large, long style tables. Um, there's animal mounts on the walls. Think hunting lodge up here in Wisconsin. <laughs> You'd be pretty accurate as to what it is. Um, Pal doesn't talk verbally. He's a young boy, probably about 11, you would guess. Um, he can clearly hear, but he can't speak for some reason. Um, trying to think what else. Yeah, that'd be what you'd know right now. All right, can we um, uh, can we scrounge through the lodge for some food? Yeah, it's, uh, I'm gonna ask if Corwin is available. Um, he shakes his head no, and then um, some sort of motion. Like he's he's out foraging, like berries and stuff. Um, he points at himself and he he makes like a like a knife cutting motion. Like he said, I'll basically saying I'll prepare food. And then he motions to the table for you guys to sit down. All right, so I'm gonna grab a seat and prop my feet up. And then Crixus will ask just to look at the map as the food is getting prepared. So he understands the proximity and, and the nature of our next quest. Okay. Um, looking at the map, and I don't know if I actually have a map that shows where all these are. If they're in the... If they're all in that Sword Coast map in the beginning. I don't believe they are. Um, oh, wait. Wait, 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 wait.
You got a map to share uh, with me? Uh, oh. Actually, they are. At... I do, but I need to change the location of that dragon mound. Oh. <laughs> it's way to the southwest. <laughs> I, should, I should actually look at my maps before I explain stuff. Yeah, we'll just we'll just uh, grandfather um, it in. It's southwest. We'll, we'll say you explained it to us that it's southwest. Yep, it's it's far, It's almost out to the coast. Actually, I'm going to um, look at the map and point out to Ellie that she read it wrong. It's actually southwest. She was holding it upside. She had down. it upside down. She had it upside down. <laughs> yes, that that is canon. She doesn't read maps well. Yep. That is that's how you correct errors. So I'm gonna Hang say on, uh, that's the um yeah. and this is just an um area. oh how do I get that to cooch? Actually you know what? I wonder if I can drop it. If you put it on the uh, if you put it this on is, the screen, this the is the source of It's a large map. It's gonna be. It might be hard for you to see, Cooch. Um, I'm wondering how I can Hold get on. that it's, to you. It's coming up on Hang the screen on, pretty right. quick here. Uh, image. We'll see if that works for you. Otherwise, I can do that. I'll get a sense of it. I'm, I don't think I need the detail. I know what I can. Oh, we're, we're working in a relatively small area on this map. Oh, I'm going to do this, which will work actually very well. Well, I'm from this area, so, I mean, I'm familiar with some of the... Yeah, you would know. This is very familiar with... Yeah. <laughs> there you go. I texted it to you. <laughs> um, so, the... <clears throat> you, if you look in the middle of the Neverwinter Wood, there's Falcon's Hunting Lodge. To the right of that, southeast, is the Woodland Manse, where you guys were. The Circle of Thunder is the place on the map that's marked with the symbol of Talos. And then way out to the west side, almost the coast between the high road and the thing, is the Dragon Barrow. That is the hill that Ellie was pointing to. It's almost to Neverwinter. Almost almost to Neverwinter? Yep. That would be a good two days travel, and then it'd be a half day to get to the Circle of Thunder. Hmm. Okay. Interesting. So... So you're currently at the lot. Let's pull that map back up again. I need to zoom in. So we are. So there's Butter Skull. There's Falcon's Hunting Lodge. Okay. So we need to go basically straight west. Straight west. A little bit south. Little Two bit days. South. <clears throat> So, Crixus, we could actually, 
if we wanted to take the long way and safer way, we could actually take the road up, go to Neverwinter and head south, or we could just go straight west through the woods. I personally have never traversed the woods, but um, it would feel to me that the safer method is the best method. Oh, where's your sense of adventure, man? Oh, left me quite a long time ago. Pussy. <laughs> it's fair. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, we, we can do the safer method then. That'll bring us through Neverwinter, and then maybe, uh, depending upon if we decide to take the river, we could, yeah, we could take the river, um, and break down to Neverwinter, and then from Neverwinter down the high road. Yep. That's going to take you longer, but it'll be fun. Um, all right. The. Uh, as you're looking over the map, coming up with this plan and what you're going to do, uh, Pell brings out food for you guys. Uh, it's like some, it's a warm bread and uh, this kind of stew that's got like carrots and potatoes and uh, meat. It's like a beef stew and some warm bread. Pops it on the table in front of you. There's a fire going in the hearth. Um, it is cooler outside today, so it's nice, enjoyable. That sounds delightful. Right. I am hungry. As you as you are sitting there, yeah. As you are sitting there eating, uh, Falcon comes back with Orline, and they're laughing as they enter. Uh, he's got a large, boisterous laugh, and it's pleasantly accented by her light, kind of wispy giggle over the top of it. And they, uh, they see you and, oh, <laughs> oh, yeah, I see her back. You having a good time, um, are we? Uh, well, yeah, I was just bringing Coraline out, teaching her how to shoot a bow. Um, she's kind of a natural at it, really. I'm going to look at Crixus uh, and kind of raise an eyebrow. I have a new friend, I see. Yeah, right. Yes, yeah, this is Crixus. Uh, Crixus is his falcon. This is Corline. Um, we uh, picked up the job from, from Falcon, and actually, technically, we came for Coraline, and, and Falcon was just kind of a, uh, uh added bonus, added benefit. Well, <laughs> uh, me being a bonus, that's sounds good how's the manse did you were you able to clear it yeah we uh, uh well technically that's how we found crixus uh there were some orcs and some magical magic oh really? yeah, yeah it was fantastic um <laughs> quite quite the uh ordeal well i was sent separately to scout out some odd looking boars and Found myself tied to a bed. It's a long story. But... Yeah, but not the fun, happy way tied to Ooh. a bed. He was kind of uh, attacked. Fun, happy way. He looks at you quizzically. Use your imagination, man. You get a feeling that he's a little... Uh... 
I don't know if I've ever been tied up in it. Falcon. <laughs> He's, he seems pretty dense in this aspect of life. Falcon, have I ever told you about the birds ah. and the bees? I know about the birds and the bees, yeah. Think about that with I know what that has to do with being tied up, though. Think about that with leashes and ropes. Awkward silence. <laughs> Still doesn't sound interesting. Well, okay. Anyway, carry on. Yeah, there's awkward, awkward silence. For about two minutes. I go back to my beat. No, it still doesn't sound enjoyable. Uh, oh, let's see. I'm trying to find out what he, where he gives you the... Yeah. So basically, the, the manse is clear. We went through every single room. We uh, the, the pigs are still kind of out there, but... They are wily, and not much we can do about that. So you're going to have to take the uh, evacuation oh, of your like... ghosts, quote-unquote, as, uh, as a win-win for us. Right. Coraline, your, your house is definitely safe now. I don't... Yeah. She smiles at right. Falcon. I'm not saying the, you have to yeah, be back there. Yeah, that's good to know. That'll make a um, good watch post for us. Um, well, that's, yeah, she's probably not going back, no. but we will use it. I'm sure you will. Um, so you're going to be moving on then? Uh, yes, we have some other uh, errands we need to run. And, uh, yeah, if we can just settle up here and, uh, we'll be on our way. Well, this is probably going to be worth more than anything else I can give you. Give me a minute. And he goes up and, uh, goes up to one of the upper floors. He comes back with a wooden crate, probably about a foot and a half long by, like, 10 inches wide and about 6 inches deep or so. And he hands it to you. This is probably the most valuable thing I own other than my weapons. Which I won't give up. I'm, I'm sorry. Open up the crate. Doesn't look like you'd be able to use it either. And he pulls his axe out and kind of holds it up and it's like half the size of you. <laughs> can I hold that for a second? Mm-hmm. You can try, sure. <laughs> so you grab it I need you to make a strength check <laughs> I saw this coming a mile it's away not, not a hard not a hard not a hard one but <laughs> 17 if you roll bad it could be fun 17 yep nope it's heavier than you thought it was at first it's literally that and then you're like oh yeah I wouldn't be able to swing this very well <laughs> kind of heavy huh yeah yeah that's yeah I can't, I can't carry this. Here, I'm going to give it back to him. He, he, he grabs it and kind of takes it back. It's a bit of a relief. He's like, oh, wow, okay. So you had set the box down on the table to actually look at his axe. Um, it's a very well-crafted axe. When you had it in your hands, It's you can understand why it's valuable, why he said it was valuable. Mm -hmm. He takes good care of it. It's well-oiled and like the weather's oiled well and 
very finely inscripted. It's got a freaking razor sharp edge on it. You have a box I'm that he handed it. you uh, as payment for this. Yes. So I'm going to kind of, is it covered? Like I have to open it up or it's like an open top? It's a little wooden box. It's got a little latch on it that okay. will flip open and you can flip the top open. Yep. I'm going to flip the latch and so you open up the top. and Swing that latch around. Inside, there's a pair of boots um, that look like this. Oops, that's not what I want. Why are you not going? That is not giving me the right picture for some reason. That, anyways, um. It's a pair of boots that have like um it almost the leather's in the shape of like leaves and there's like plant like patterns all around them. Um He says those boots will allow you to be incredibly quiet. Um in fact your footsteps will make no sound whatsoever when walking in those boots. Um regardless of what you're walking across like you will not you could step on a stick and it's not going to make any sound it's almost like it deadens the sound around the boot itself um, these are boots of velvet kind that he's given you uh, it allows you to have advantage on dexterity stealth checks that rely on moving silently so when you want to sneak on something you get advantage do you already have advantage being a rogue? No. I have... I don't think so. Sneak attack. Once per turn, you can deal an extra 2d6. Uh, no, you you don't have advantage on it. I was thinking that would be broken if they automatically gave advantage to you. you no, you just have your um, proficiency bonus. That's what it is. Yep. So not only do you have a... Um... Wait, no, no, you don't. You got that on sleight of hand. You don't have advantage. So you have your plus six on stealth, and now you have advantage as well on stealth checks. So you are super sneaky in these boots, and your footsteps make no sound. Seems good. So. What are they called? And you will. Boots of elven kind. Wondrous item. Uncommon. You will be able to add them in D&D beyond. Sorry, Kirk, Actually, so it looks like these I might know be a little, stuff little too small for your feet there, buddy. <laughs> That's I, I'm just uh, blessed that I'm alive and that you were there to clear the manse. I'm glad we could help. Let's see. Um, so that is... So he gives you those, and you guys are discussing your um, plans. Uh, when would you like to move out? You said it was late afternoon. I assume you're headed point? toward. It's it's mid afternoon. It's lunchtime, noon one ish. Took you a half day. You got up in the morning. You left right away, and took you a half day to get back. So. You're, you're headed towards the Dragon Barrel first. 
Um, <clears throat> yeah, I'm... yeah, there are the boots if anyone wants to them in the chat. I don't know if that'll work unless they're logged in and have the book. Yes, but thank you. Um, I guess I'm, uh, I'm ready to get going if you, if you guys are. Uh, you guys have any need of, of, uh, taking a nap, hanging out, shoot some dice, I... play some crafts? No, I, I could. If we want to go in the morning, or is there a, do we have a boat? Falcon, do you have a boat or a raft or something that we can use to get down the river? Oh, I suppose. Uh, that would probably help in our trip. trip there racing. is a, there is the. I have I have the my my supply boat that goes back and forth to Neverwinter. You could actually bring some empty stuff back to Neverwinter for me. I'll give you a. Actually, they'll give you the the deposit on the crates. You can keep that for yourself. Uh, sounds good to me. I mean, it's not a lot. It's going to be like 25 gold for it, but something, and you're moving that direction anyways, so. Gold is gold, man. Sounds like a great opportunity. Right. Um, And he goes and he gets uh, gets a couple of pieces of parchment and brings them back and says, here, this is, um, this is the uh, deposit slips for the crates and barrels. So, um, you guys head down the river, bring those back. You bring them to the provisioner in Neverwinter. Um, he's going to have another order coming back this way, um, time in next week, I believe. So, I may actually save you guys. Yeah, it should save us a lot of time if we're going with the, with the flow. You're going with the flow. So you guys will actually you get all packed up. You get on the the it's almost like a little barge. And it's got like a lip that holds all the box boxes and crates. And you get going and I'm going to say let's see, if you're moving by river, you're gonna get to Neverwinter late tonight if you go through it all. And he actually explains this to you. He said, "You'll get. It'll be a little after sundown, but you'll arrive in Neverwinter if you go straight through." Leaving now. Perfect. That's... You're gonna save yourself basically a half day there, half day by doing this. Excellent. All right. Um, do you do anything to prepare getting on the boat? In particularly looking at Crixus. As he sees Ellie start taking her armor off. I'm going to take my cell phone and put it into a plastic bag. <laughs> That's the equivalent of what Ellie's doing. In case she falls in the water, swim checks become very difficult and heavy armor. So she is, she is taking off her male armor and stuff. And she is in basically traveling pants and a white linen shirt that kind of hangs freely. as tied with a rope at her waist. I think that makes sense. Um, I'll follow suit and take off my armor. I've got uh, a Pantera t-shirt on underneath, so. <laughs> nice. A pan Pantera is a, um, a group of bards that uh, tours. Their home base is actually Neverwinter. Makes sense. So. Yep. <laughs> we 
just dropped Pantera into the Sword Coast. How freaking cool is that? <laughs> That's <it>. awesome. <laughs> oh. They all have like so, this King Richard the Lionheart, like with the, the lion on the side. As you're traveling. Are up, as their logo. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. As, as we get into Neverwinter, then we hear the big coming over. Dragon overhead. <laughs> Before that, though, um, as you're. Um, lazily just cruising down the river um keeping yourself uh from beaching with some poles you're pretty much letting the river do all the work you're steering i need uh dexterity um check from you guys one from each of you as you take turns steering the barge 18. That's a niner. Oh, that's right, I did. A niner? Um, Calling from a walkie-talkie? So... You uh, end up... Crixus, you're the first one that's kind of staring. And you end up bumping into a rock at one point, And... Um, the barrels kind of shift a little bit, um, and it looks like one's about to go over. I need you to make a dexterity saving throw. Um, turn on and grab this barrel before it falls into the river. Great. Ooh, 21. 21. Yep, you're able to grab the top of it and hold it in. And you kind of look at Crixus. <laughs> Cat-like reflexes, dude. Ooh, sorry and about Ellie that. Says, we need to be careful. If we lose any of these, we aren't going to get the full deposit back. <sighs> um, at this point, Aranon, you decide it's probably best that you take over steering. Um, and I you navigate that. most of your trip. As you are navigating... You actually, um, you roll past the loggers camp and I'm pretty early in your navigating and you actually recognize it and see that it is, it's, looks like it's recovered. There are people there working. Um, the, the building seems to have been prepared where you tried to dive through the window <laughs> and they kind of blasted out that door. Um, there are tents there that are set up. It, it looks like an active loggers camp again, like they've recovered. And um, you smile with a touch of pride, realizing that you made that happen. Lee looks at it, and she kind of turns and looks at you with this big smile on her face. They're working again. <laughs> I'm just going to play cool, not cool. at her. Um, after a little while, uh, you get... I'm just starting to get a bit sore from steering the boat. Ellie says, I'll, I'll, t I'll take a turn. Um, Ellie's about... Mm, probably about 500 feet down the river. And she hits a rock. And need a dexterity saving throw. 
from either one of you to try and catch this crate that's about to go over. Natural one. Natty one. Sis, got a chance, buddy. <laughs> Ten. And uh, you reach for it. Aaron on you you reach and like you miss nothing. Crixus, you get your fingertips on it as the thing goes over and it ends up in the water and it's just kind of bobbing in the water. In one piece, but floating at a different rate than you guys. What would you like to do? Is it slower or faster? Uh slower at this point. Um I'm gonna tell Crixus we should jam our our poles in the in the bottom to see if we can slow it up and grab it as it comes by. Alright, so at this, point, at this point Crixus is going to take over the rowing um, so that the two of them can kind of maneuver and try to row okay. like in reverse just to try to slow our progress. You're just going to try and slow, take the rods and there isn't there are um, paddles there to try and re row against it. Okay. Um, Ellie had taken her um, pole and kind of tried to jam it in the water, and she is, or jam it down at the base of the river to try and slow you down, stop you. Um, let's see. I need a strength check from her on this. Oh, this is not going to end well at all. Um. She jams it in there, and this rod just out of her hands as it flips over. It did slow you down significantly, but you've lost one of the poles. There are two more poles, and you have the two oars. So the um, Crixus grabs the oars and starts trying to row against the river to slow it down. Um. <laughs> Is he dragon? Yes, he did say jam our poles at the bottom. <laughs> It's a possibility. Title. Um, uh, so Crixus is rolling against it. Crixus, give me a strength uh, strength check. See how much you slow you guys down. 16. 16. You actually are really successful. It, it hurts like hell, but you're pulling against the uh, river's current. And you have slowed, slowed it down. You've matched the pace of this crate that is kind of floating behind you. It's behind you about 10 feet. Turn on. What would you like to attempt to do? I am going to... We don't have any nets or anything, right? We don't have... Let's see here. What do I have? Oh, I have a rope. I'm going to... Rope. I'm going to take my 50 feet of rope and tie it into a lasso, like a big lasso. And try to and see if I can... Uh, make a dexterity check. To tie, make a dexterity check to tie the lasso. Uh, 15. Yeah, you, got, you got a nice lasso there. And then uh, go ahead and make a dexterity check to try and lasso. Now, are you what are your proficiencies as far as weapons? Probably not lassoing. Uh, <laughs> oh, 
more tools. I want to see if there's anything here that might give you some help. No, I have rapier, dagger, short bow, uh, cutting action, fast hands. Tools? Underneath it? <laughs> what do you mean tools underneath it? Oh, actually, God, I have your... I mean, a fast... set poisoners get thieves tools. Fast hands would be... Crossbow... What is fast hands? That's uh, an ability. You can use the bonus action granted you by your cutting action to make a slate of hand check. Use your thieves tools to disarm a trap or open lock or take the use of an object action. Or take the use an object action. Okay. We'll say you're using an object. I will give you your proficiency bonus on top of this. Which means... So what? you're a dexterity check with your... Oh, so proficiency. your proficiency bonus, yep. which is plus two. Your dexterity plus four. Right. bonus. And plus your die roll. Plus six. Fourteen. Die roll. Fourteen. You throw it out there and it hits the crate. It doesn't actually last out. You kind of catch the corner as you pull it in. It spins the crate a little bit. It does come a little bit closer to you. Uh, Crick says, why don't you give me a strength check? Are you giving yourself a strength check Ellie's there, John? Ellie's looking around the barge. The exact no, same thing. <laughs> 16 again. Exact same thing. Okay, so it does get... It's probably about 7 feet away now, this crate. It's a little closer to you than it was before, which will actually make your lasso attempt easier. Um, Eliana's looking around the ship for... Um, or the barge for anything that might help in this situation. I'm going to say I have She's a... still looking, so... I, I have um you have I have I have a crowbar in my bag. Might help to hook it. Ooh. Uh we can definitely use that once it gets closer. I'm not sure how Yeah. Ellie starts going through your bag and finds your crowbar. So no, and she goes, Alright, cool. Actually and I think I might have she one. She kinda of goes over there and she's waiting for it to get close. She's waiting for it to get closer and she's gonna try and crowbar it. Um Aaron, would you like to lasso attempt again? Yeah. I'm just looking to see if I have anything else in my... Alright, yep. Come on, baby. Worse, 11. Worse, 11. <clears throat> uh, you don't even hit the crate this time. The rope just goes into the water. And Ellie kind of looks at you like... I thought... I'm... We're moving. Uh, Crixus, Things you can give moving. Me you shake my fist at her. Strength check. Fair. Fair. Strength check again. Yes. Fourteen. Fourteen. Uh, the crate ends up actually about five feet away now, and Ellie's like reaching out, trying to. She can just she can hit it with the crowbar, but she can't actually latch it to pull it. Go ahead and make one more last little attempt, Aaron. Yep, I'm just gonna you know have it, and I'm gonna try to. Be more, more yep. uh, yeah. cautious. The, the difficulty is going down as it's getting closer, just so you're aware. 21. 21. Uh, perfectly. Like, you kind of toss it out there and it just kind of lands right around and you're able to yank it and actually pull the crate to you guys. And 
you are able to lift it up and get it back in the boat. And you put it back in the boat, and you're kind of untying the rope and everything, and Ellie puts the crowbar back and just kind of goes and sits <laughs> down quietly <laughs> on one of the other crates. I'm going to look at Crixus and start singing Roll, roll, roll Your Boat. Mm-hmm. And then I'll, I'll continue the round. <laughs> okay. And Ellie hears you continue the round and decides to add the third round to it, and you guys actually complete it, and you're all kind of laughing and smiling at that point. <laughs> she takes a deep breath and apologizes. She says, I'm, I'm sorry, guys. I'm, I, don't, I don't do well with boats. I probably should have said that from the beginning. But... Yeah, that would have been good to know. Uh, no harm, no fall. We're good. <clears throat> the rest of the trip goes by uh, rather uneventful. It's a common, um, common river used for transporting goods, and um, people tend to leave it alone. You arrive late that night after the sun is down to a porch lit. It actually looks really beautiful as you approach it. You kind of hit the dock and you see it in the distance. At first, it kind of slopes up in a way the whole city is built up. There is um, torches lit everywhere and there's a main castle in the center. You see off over the coast, there is a, actually like a floating tower. An island on a chunk of land in the air. Um... And uh, you, as you approach, you hit the dock, and uh, dock master's there. Um, uh, not dock master, dock hand is there right away. Oh, this is uh, this is Falcon's stuff, huh? Yep. Huh? Yeah. This us. this is a little gnome, little gnome guy, and he's got uh, like spectacles on and kind of wild hair and a uh, and a little just little buzz that just comes down to here oh yeah 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 um okay so um that's um and he's got a clipboard and he's kind of like going through stuff okay and falcon, falcon, falcon. okay and he pulls out a paper and he puts it on the top and he takes a little uh like pencil that he's got and he's uh yeah um yep yep and he kind of he ties a rope Ties the barge up to the dock and he hops in and he's kind of looking over the crates and stuff. And yep, yep, okay, okay, I'll be back. Me, I don't know, I gotta, I gotta walk to the dock master's building. Any kind of points, and you see it, it's not far. He's gonna walk off. So, uh, he walks away, leaving you guys on the dock. Uh, next to the barge. Well, that went well. Yeah, as good as can be expected, I guess. Um, uh, I'm tired. <laughs> that was a long trip. We should probably, uh, probably find a bar or an inn. Although I could go for in a beer town here. I'm not sure what your, uh, Choices. I don't know if you're one of those crazy people that doesn't like to drink. And I look at Ellie. Um, I would take two wine. Yeah, I'm with you. 
we'd have to um we'll have to find a find an inn. I know there's um there's a tavern slash inn in the protectors um enclave that we could we could go to. Um to the enclave then. Yeah. Do you know where this place is? Well, let's get our deposit back first. Then. Oh, yeah. I think I remember where it is. Um, and she's able to... Um, she believes she can recall where it is. I mean, she knows where the Protector's Enclave is, and she seems to have been here before. Um, actually, Rixus, you'd know it when she mentioned the tavern name. She says it's the Driftwood Tavern. And you, you're actually more familiar with Neverwinter than either of the two of them. So you, you'd know exactly how to get there. So. Ah, yes. Well, uh, if we can find that dock hand, uh, let's get our deposit and uh, let's spend some coin. I know exactly where this is. Uh, as you guys have this discussion, this mom comes walking up to you guys and goes, ah, here, here you go. 50 gold for the crates. Thank you very much for returning them can tell Falcon that his order will be delivered in the usual manner next week. Yep. And he kind of turns around and starts walking, kind of marching haughtily away. Um, How do you want to do gold? There do you, is... Do you want to split gold, Mr. Crixus? That way we have our own stuff to be spending, or do we just want to have one pot? Yeah, I think we should probably split gold. All right, I'll take 25, you take 25. Yeah. Ellie looks at you. <laughs> now, hang on a minute. I got your back. I was I there, your, too. I have your best intentions yeah, in mind. But, yeah, but it shouldn't be 25-25 then, sir. That's the easiest way to break it up, just right you're now. Not very good. You're, not very, you're not very good at math, are you? <laughs> You said 50. <laughs> no, I know. I'm saying split it up between yeah. me and Crixus. Yeah. Divide 50 by 3. No, 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 no. I'm I'm holding on to the gold for you. You should be getting... And then so Crixus says, I'll take 15. <laughs> and you can sort out the difference. <laughs> she, looks... she looks at Crixus and says, thank you. He, did... he has... It's canon. Aaron's bad at math. As much as he likes gold, he is bad at math. <laughs> Truth in advertising. And so, yeah. Um, so, you go ahead and take uh, 20 gold, Aaron, and Ellie will take 15, and Crixus will take 15. <laughs> um, <laughs> you guys work your way through the city. As you're working your way through the city, I need a perception check. From every bubby. Twenty-one. Uh, Twenty. Uh, Ellie has no freaking clue. She's like staring around at the city. Uh, you clearly get the idea that she enjoys being in the larger city, um, and she just she likes. She's like me. I like looking 
around at Chicago when I'm there looking up at the buildings and stuff. Um, the two of you, though, realize very quickly that someone is tailing you. Uh, is human height. Um, he's in dark clothes. Um, uh, it's got a hood up. It's hard to tell actually if he's a human or what he is. Or that it's a he. If it is a he, it might not be a he. I don't know yet. You don't know yet. Um, but it's telling you at a pretty safe distance. Just try and watch where you're going. Uh, Crixus, uh, maybe we should take a left at the next road here. Um, and then I whisper in his ear, uh, when we turn the corner, I'm going to hop into the shadows and wait for the person to pass and then sneak up on him. Okay, I'll, I'll continue forward with Ellie, I whisper, and uh, you can um, sit in the darkness. And so that's what we do. We'll, we'll turn the corner. Ellie looks at the two of you confused, but follows you into the darkness I mean Crixus will say out loud uh, oh I know the best way to get there okay she's still confused and follows you guys into the darkness and... going on and uh, I'll uh, as as we break away I'll, I'll let her know that we may have a follower Oh. Okay. What do I need to do? <laughs> Just Act continue normal. on. <laughs> so, uh, Crixus and Ellie are walking on, and Ernan's gonna hide. Is that yeah, what's so happening? Yeah. We're gonna turn the corner. You turn down this alley. Yep. So as we turn down the next corner, um, they're gonna keep walking, and I'm going to like hide in the shadows somewhere. And then the, as the guy walks past. Okay. I'll uh, I'll figure it out, and I'll I'll tell Ellie. Laugh I like they said something hilarious. <laughs> she she laughs. She lets out actually a very charming, um, lighthearted, airy laugh. Um, let's see. That would be a deception check for her. Um, and it's very very believable like you guys actually start was that really that funny <laughs> um or not i need a stealth check from you all right so do i get the advantage on this stealth for because of the boots it says advantage but it says for sound uh, for sound only uh for stealth checks that rely on sound, you also have advantage on dexterity stealth checks that rely on moving silently. You aren't moving, so no. Okay. 21. 21. Yep. You are invisible. You end up in the shadows. Um, I assume he put the boots on along with um, them the putting armor their armor back on before they set out from the Oh yeah, I I yeah. clicked on boots are engaged, and that yeah that he would have uh he would have put the boots on at that moment mm -hmm. when when they're all putting their armor back on and stuff he would have went oh I have time to put these things on and 
yeah. you would have put them on. I'm assuming. I'm I'm a um, gracious DM. <laughs> so side side note. Uh, uh, it's really cool in yes. D and D Beyond. It has an A for advantage next to my stealth because I that's really. I, mm-hmm. I thought that was yeah. kind of slick. And conjointly, I have a D because of my armor. <laughs> yep, and so does Ellie. What does, so it's actually oh, good that you two aren't trying to hide. Disadvantage. Disadvantage, yeah. Yep, exactly. So you guys are heading um, You're heading away. Uh, you've made a fairly, fairly good deception check. Um, the figure stops. Aaron, on, you see the figure stop at the end of the um, alleyway. And... Uh, Come on, walk past me. Come on. Do something quick. Okay. Do it. He he does something rather strange. He rolls up his sleeve. Shite. Rolls up his sleeve and, like, untwines something from his arm that seems to move. It's like a snake or something. And he kind of throws it in the air and it pops wings out. And slowly starts flying, uh, like a flying snake, down the alleyway. And he continues to walk down the street. But this flying snake is coming down the alleyway. Looks like a garter snake. Like bat wings. Uh, so he kept going. and Damn. It's coming. Almost like he sent a creature, this flying snake thing, to tail you guys. He realized that something was up when there were only two of you when he was trailing three of you. So you guys split off, so he split off. Alright, I'm going to... I'm going to wait for the flying thing. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to wait for the flying thing to go past me. To be sure it doesn't notice me. It's... Uh... Does it notice you? That's a good question. It's going to be very difficult for it to. In fact, no, it can't. It physically cannot notice you. Because you had a 21 on your stealth check. Okay. <clears throat> so as it goes so, past, I am going to wait until it you know, keeps going. And then I'm going to uh, sneak and follow the guy that was following us. Okay. Um... So then I would need another stealth check from you. You have advantage because you're moving. And advantage gives me... Wait. Roll two, pick the best. Oh. Two d20s, you get the better one. Oh. Nat 20. So that would put me at... 20. All right, cool. So the, what is your bonus? 28? 26. What's your religion? Or not your religion, your spell. 26, yes. So you're able to sneak out behind it without alerting it at all. Get out back into the main alleyway. I need you to make a perception check as you come out into the alleyway. Or not, back out onto the main road from the alley. Nine. Nine. You look around. You do not see the good figure anywhere. 
he has hidden from you. I am going to... Can, I'm gonna... So as you kind of look around, you realize he's not there. You look back down the alley, that snake is still trailing this mm-hmm. alley. I'm going to continue and just slowly meander down that street to see if I can... Just to see what I can see, to see if uh, he's continued walking or if he kind of stopped off to the side. Okay. Um, Crixus and Ellie, you guys continue down the alley and come out the other side, another main thoroughfare road. Um, what would you like to do at that point when you reach the other road? I assume I know this area well enough where I would know another cross street that would get me kind of back to where we would expect to meet up. Yep. Um, These roads actually converge in a uh, upside down V. And so you take a right to meet where that road will actually meet where the road you were traveling north is what I'm imagining. You kind of cut across and this other road will travel north and they intersect. All right, higher. so before we turn, I'm going to obviously just look back to see if I, you know, if I see... See what's behind that we're Anything. Yeah, see what's behind us. Yeah, obviously. And, and then, uh, I don't know. And then we'll continue on north then. Make the perception check. Ooh, it's good. 22. 22. Hey, you turn and you see there's this little snake-like thing kind of flying through the air with wings coming towards you. And But you turn and you continue moving up the up the street. So it isn't the figure that was following you before. Um, make a... Uh, what would it be? It would be a history check. Um... Actually, Ellie's going to do so as well. Oh, this that, is weird. That's not Ellie. That's her not. So this might be the first time that I've What's rolled that? a that I've rolled a twenty on D and D Beyond, and it's a giant B on the die, which is interesting to me. Yeah, yeah, that's but, super cool. So, so that yeah, exactly that's twenty. Turn. I get no bonus. Uh, okay, um, you do understand. Um, and Ellie has no idea who this is. Um, this is a symbol or a creature used by a faction called the Zentarum, or otherwise known as the Black Network. Um, and they are a group, an underground group of what most consider an evil organization. Um, Ellie knows of the Harpers who's like one of the good organizations. Um, these are all guilds, um, two of the prominent guilds in the Sword Coast. Um, but you recognize the flying snake as a, a symbol, pet, agent of the Zentarum. So whoever was following you, you safely assume is a member of the Zentarum. Um, I'll make a mental. You guys continue that. and you come to. Okay. 
you continue and you come to that intersection. And we'll stop right there just before you get to the intersection. Aaron, um, you are continuing down the road to the north, um, looking, waiting for the uh, this guy to come out. And um, a little kid runs up to you says, here, mister, I'm supposed to give you this. And he's holding out a folded sheet of paper. All right, I'll, I'll take it from him, and I'll ask him, uh, who who gave you this kid? Is he is he around here? Who is he? I don't know. It was hard to see. He had a mask. He had a mask? Hood. Oh, okay. I could only see his eyes. He had bright... Yeah, he had bright blue eyes. He had a mask and a hood. But bright blue eyes. Do you remember... Uh, he gave me this, and he holds up the copper. And he was very happy about his copper. Nice. Very good for you, kid. Um, which direction... was he? Um, he was over there between the between those buildings right there that alley doesn't go anywhere though that alley stops so it's a dead end it's huh? just garbage back in the corner there okay yeah all right bye on, <laughs> goes running off. i'm gonna buy hey. he's like i'm gonna buy some rock rock sugar <laughs> he's running off with his penny it seems a little bit odd to you that this kid is out after night in the, in the city too makes mm -hmm. sense so you have this folded piece of paper Aranon or not Aranon um, Ellie and Crixus as you round the corner of the intersection you see Aranon talking with this young child and he's got a piece of paper in his hand alright so we'll walk up to him I... and I'll say I'll, I'll say um, did did you lose him? Uh, yes and no. So the boy just gave me this piece of paper and says that the gentleman that gave me the piece of paper wearing a hood and a mask with bright blue eyes is down this dead-end alley. So that's unnerving. And uh, let's walk over here out of line, out of eyesight of the alley, so we can see the mouth of the alley, but he can't see us if he is, in fact, down there. So let's let's kind of move off and uh, across the street here and just kind of keep an eye on it while we look at this note. You can safely do that. Okay. Just as he opens the note, then I'm going to trace back that, uh, uh, you know, I did see the flying snake as we turn the corner. Uh, that is a spy of the Zentarum in the area. It's a black network uh, uh, agent. <clears throat> we have to be careful with them. You've only heard rumors of the Zentarum and have thought them mostly false until this moment. Okay, yeah. interesting. Um, as you open the letter... You open it up, it says, you are known, be careful. 
And at the bottom of it is a little stamp of a harp. A C. And that's where we'll stop. Interesting. So we've been here for 15 minutes, and both the good and the bad organization have both keyed in on us. <laughs> I wonder why. I wonder why. Because hmm. I'm a cool dude. So. Interesting. All right, let's... Uh... <laughs> And thus, I, I'm starting to. Uh, we'll wrap this up, but I just wanted to say this is this is the start of, and it ended up working out very well that you guys ended up in Neverwinter for this. I was very excited when you said that. I'm like, oh, cool, this will be good, because <laughs> I'm starting to near the end of the Dragon of Ice Spire Peak, and this is the first kind of overlapping hooks of pulling us out of that story into a greater story. Um, so that's cool. It was fun. Awesome. <laughs> when you, when you guys said we're going around, we're going to go take the river in the long way. And I went, Oh, wow. Okay. You ever see those moments where you see, you'll see memes about a DM throwing away all their notes. For a session. <laughs> <laughs> when you guys said, we'll take the long way. I went, hmm. So the whole thing on the barge and everything goes off the top of my head. Nice. <laughs> hey, like, how do I do this? What do we do? So, but you ended up in Neverwinter, which is cool. So that's fun. All right, everybody, let's Get vote on some. Zentarum. Let's vote on some and show stuff. titles. Uh, the link is in the show chat. Show titles. Click on tommmnorm.showbot.tv. Genius. Whoever's in the chat, go ahead. Oh, we have five viewers. Oh my gosh. Uh... It's I'm I'm leaning um leaning to the SFO or jammer pulls in the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> jammer pulls in the bottom seems on brand for us. Two nerds one quest. Yeah. Uh -huh. Jammer pulls in the bottom seems appropriate. Yeah, it kinda does. And while you guys are voting, I will say follow us all on Twitter. I am cool. Tom M. Norman. Two Nerds, One Quest on Twitter. Uh, Wildfire1265. And uh, Crazy Cooch. C-R-A-Z-Y-K-O-O-C-H. Does that sound correct, gentlemen? Perfect. Uh, follow us live every Sunday morning as we do this, whatever the hell this is. <laughs> <laughs> this is Dungeons and Dragons and if you can't get in live there's a podcast there is a podcast uh, oh. twitch.tv slash Tom M. Norm T-O-M-M-N-O-R-M and thanks for sticking with us through the tech through the technology issues and uh, I think we got down to a, yeah. a good session so thanks guys thanks yeah. a lot man. yep next week will be better because I know Fun. what the deal is kind of <laughs> know what the deal is we're working our way through the technical side of things yep all right for uh norman cooch been your dmjc see you guys next week boomtown get them peace